Hello, friends, and thanks for subscribing to the Defining Marriage Podcast. Every week we talk about what's going on with marriage equality in our lives and stuff. I'm Matt Baum, and joining me as always is James. Elementary, my dear Matthew. Yes, we've been doing some Sherlock Holmes. What do you mean by that? You mean we've been laying Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's body on the bedchamber and uh, sticking cucumbers in it all his horrify? Yes, we've been doing erotic Sir Arthur Conan Doyle bedroom play. That is the newest thing. Enough? First, first yes. there was pup play. Mm-hmm. Then there was badonka donkey, and now there is doily. Yes, yeah. We also now, put doilies all over. We the place. put doilies all over the house. Doilies uh-huh. over every genital, uh-huh. and then we one of us pretends to be Sir Arthur Conan Doily, and we get uh, we pretend to be dead. Of course, mm-hmm. we sing that song and we pretend that we're dead, and then uh, we are assaulted by uh moriarty oh our arch nemesis i don't think he was a real person unless he escaped escaped from the holodeck uh, he's known to do that that is his want and ooh, when what whatever maury wants maury gets but this is maury povich that you're talking absolutely about and little lady maury wants chung <laughs> she wants chum Chung. Oh, Chung, honey Chung. He wants wife. his Chung. Yes, I thought you said chum, like what you feed sharks. Well, she is his, she's his Chung Chum, and <laughs> when they go uh, trawling for sharks together, they throw each other over the boat. <laughs> that's great. And that's the plot of Overboard. <laughs> oh, you've made me lose control. But so that's... You're like my Chung. Oh. When, when you... You're like my Maury. When this show gets cancelled, you're going to spread yourself out on a grand piano and, and sing off-key. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but when Connie Chung's show was cancelled, and I don't remember what the name of it was, let's say it was uh, Connie and Friends, uh, Connie Francis and Friends, it was very confusing. Uh, so, on the final episode, she lounged on the piano and sang Thanks for the Memories appallingly... And um, it was particularly weird for me because the last time I'd seen her do anything was when she was anchoring the evening news with Dan Rather. Mm -hmm. And so it was super bizarre that this news anchor was... I mean, she well, her like show, she needed help. Her show was a news show, and the final episode, it was like a black box theater. It was like the universe no. had, had vanished. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's in complete darkness. It's no. just a piano floating through space. It's in the Trappist like Charlie Monk Rose system. Yes, kind of. Uh, in fact, Charlie Rose uh, may have been there overseeing it all. He was inside the piano? Yes, and she was rolling on top of the piano, singing Thanks for the Memories. Nope. Can we get back to Sir Arthur Conan Doyle? No, no, Sherlock Conan Holmes. Holmes. Yes. The homing pigeon. Here's the thing. Uh, So that was all what you just heard, all our strange internal fantasy life. But what's actually been happening in reality is I've been reading some short stories live and on camera to people. It's the sort of thing that is... I haven't really figured out how to explain it to people who aren't familiar with Twitch. Somebody uh, commented... Congratulations, you've invented radio, I which isn't entirely it. wrong. So it's it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of that's what's going on. So, so that's also what's going on here. Yeah, we've invented radio. We're so recapitulating many times. the media, it, but soon you'll be into talkies, baby. Hooray! Um, hopefully not with uh, with the with the jazz singer. <laughs> let's not let's, let's not recreate not start, that. We won't recapitulate that. Moment. No, no, we'll skip that one. Uh, so here's what I've been doing. I've been going on Twitch TV, uh, and which is normally most people use to live stream video games, so you can watch people playing video games fun and what i've been doing instead is uh we put me in a little 
library environment backdrop, and I just read some short stories, and we talk about them. And it's been lovely. We are enjoying some literature and talking about, uh, well, you know, our lives like we do on this podcast, and then our impressions of, what did we read? We read some some Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. We have read some Jamaica Kincaid. We read some Dorothy Parker, who's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Although I've been looking for more Dorothy Parker, and a lot of it is a real bummer. It, it, they're not uplifting no. uh, works. No. no, they're not. They're not all cheerful. Uh, so, and I've got some links and Hughes I'm doing. I read a Neil Gaiman story. And I've been reading some of my own fiction, which is, Ooh. it's a new endeavor for me to Ooh. be sharing that sort of thing. Uh, but I've written some stories. Anyway. And you've been doing that Mondays and Fridays yes. at 8 p.m. Pacific. Monday and Friday, 8 p.m. Pacific. You can find me on Twitter, and I'm, there'll always be a, a link there when, when I'm getting going. So if you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you there, listeners. Yes. Mondays and Fridays, 8 p.m. on Twitter, on Twitch TV. Matthew will have the link, but you can go to... Twitch TV slash Pretty Pretty Pixel on Mondays and Fridays at 8 p.m. Pacific. Mm -hmm. And Matthew will read you a story. He'll chat with you. He'll maybe take his shirt off. That's happened once or twice. Uh, And it's it's like a fun little book club. Yeah, he'll read you to sleep with his... uh, And then he'll read you to filth. (laughs) Yes. Uh, and yeah, so we've had some lovely folks joining us and some lovely stories. And then I play a little bit of it. There's this Sherlock Holmes game that is absurd so what is it called sherlock holmes consulting detective sherlock holmes consulting consultant Mm. and what he does is he gives you some powerpoint slides and takes some money and leaves (laughs) okay he's a consultant no so what he does this game is ridiculous uh so i what's the best way to describe this? I guess it's, it's, it's a full motion video game. So there are these actors who was made in the nineties, aggressively nineties. So they're like these actors who appear on screen and they present some m- murder mystery. Watson, it's a dumb Watson universe where, um, sometimes, so sometimes in Sherlock Holmes stories, Watson is clever. And sometimes in Sherlock Holmes stories, Watson is dumb. And in this one, he's super dumb. He's doing a lot of, like, standing in for the audience. And I guess whoever wrote this thought the audience was going to be made up of people with uh, traumatic head injuries. Because Watson, his role is always like, but Holmes, I don't understand. He's also a cuddly bear. Sure. And the medical examiner is also a bear. You can see when they stand, they stand belly to belly. They got to look in their eyes at each other. It's like the gummy bears. Yeah. Uh, Everybody. hands in the honeypot stands too close to yes, each other yes, in these videos. Oh my god. So it's shot so weird and nobody's hair is real. Everyone is wearing wigs and false mustaches and beards and everything. Not necessarily the female characters, but maybe who knows? We haven't played all of them. Well, we they're usually wearing a lot of clothing. So if they they could be wearing a mustache anywhere. Anywhere on their body. Yes, that's one of the mysteries. Mm. Somewhere on my body there's a mustache. Can you find it? Mm. In the case of the misplaced mustache. <laughs> yes, so that's that's what we've been keeping busy with Mondays and Fridays. Uh, with our lives. Mm. <sighs> oh, also, ladies and gentlemen, you may be interested in this new project I've started on YouTube. Oh, I've yes. got a new show called Weekly Debrief with Matthew, where, uh, like this show, like this podcast, I talk about what's going on with LGBT issues, but it's a bit broader than marriage, and uh, it's just me, and it's short. So you get, uh, in a few minutes, you find out what's happened that week, every week, with uh, the queer news. That's every Friday on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Baum. You may recall there was a time where Matthew was the marriage news watchman. Once a week, you could watch his news and he'd say, Hey, baby, here's the scoop. This week in marriage equality, someone was a poop. Well, 
I'll tell you what, the time for that update is over, but kind of coming back because there's trouble right here in River City, and、mm. it starts with a P, and it is a B, and it's got a T. So if you want to know the T, watch Matthew's weekly debrief to find out what's happening to all the. People who mashed their genitals together <laughs> and what the law wants to do to them. But let's talk about that stuff because that's what everyone's here for. Everyone's、oh, here to、God. hear the news.、Oh. <clears throat> well, so something that I talked about on the weekly debrief this week, last week, I guess,、uh, was this new study that shows in, in the journal JAMA Pediatrics,、mm -hmm. which sounds like a pajama study. Oh. Yes. Wouldn't that be nice to do a little pajama study? Sure.、Uh, so they have indicated that, according to the study, that when in states that legalize marriage equality,、uh, mm. suicide rates among LGBT youth declined 14%. That's significant. It is significant. Twenty-six、uh, percent of、uh, LGBT youth will commit suicide. Well,、uh, attempt suicide at some point. That's a lot. It is. It's nuts.、Uh, did you say twenty-six percent? Twenty-six percent. And you're saying that this reduces? Oh, well, but so that's attempts. But this、uh, statistic is that a fourteen percent reduction in actual. In actual su su success? No, not success. Oh,、uh, actual.、Uh, Completed suicides. Okay,、uh, so that's huge, and that also translated into a reduction in suicides for、uh, straight-identifying students as well, which is remarkable. Seven、uh -huh. percent reduction. No change in states that did not legalize marriage. Now I'm going to be a pedant because that's not like me at all. <laughs>、uh, correlation, Matthew. Causation. What the, does the correlation to causation make? No. Oh, okay. But that、uh, certainly is an area for further study. Okay. So, it, and it seems likely that、uh, it, there are a lot of factors contributing, and then the world is a complex place. Sure. I mean, the、uh, reduction for non-LGBT teens just makes me think that's a little noisy. Then, because what's like? Are we saying that marriage equality?、Uh, like, what? What is the link for them? I mean, simply living in a more accepting environment maybe、uh, does that. But I mean, could it not be just other things going on in states like states that have legalized marriage equality are also more likely to say support anti-bullying programs and support、uh, you know other kinds of interventions and programs for youth that just in general make the state a better place for to be a, a an angry teen. Yes, I think you've. I think there are a couple of things that are going on here, and you've identified some of them.、Uh, I think one of them is that straight-identified youth、uh, may not necessarily、uh, actually be straight.、Uh, so, well, sure.、Uh, there's that.、Mm -hmm. uh, there's also. <clears throat> I think you, you hit on something there that、uh, those states are also probably more likely to have anti-bullying things. So, even if they are straight-identifying and straight in in, in all respects,、uh, they're sort of receiving the the, the ancillary benefits of of the Anti-bullying programs that have been established. Well, I'm also going to go out on a limb and suggest that perhaps the states that were、uh, first to legalize marriage equality, even before、uh, it became a federal thing, were probably the states that were more likely to say have better health care, better education,、uh, you know, just better access to services overall. Because、uh, those are probably the states. You know, I mean, I can think of. Massachusetts, California, etc., etc. These are generally states that、uh, aren't up their own ass about spending a little bit of money to make sure people's have access to people's have access to、uh, the services that make life、uh, a little bit easier. 
Yes, I think what it comes down to is that uh, life and uh, depression and suicide are, it's a rich tapestry, and uh, equality in the law is one of the threads of that tapestry. I was told you have tapestries? (laughs) That's very cute, and also that was super loud. I am Harrison Ford, reborn. It's almost as though Harrison Ford never died. Almost, almost. Are you ready for some more good news? Speaking of states? Yes. Uh, so Nevada uh, is going to have a hearing on Tuesday of this coming week uh, for Assembly Joint Resolution 2. Well, that's my favorite Assembly Joint Resolution. Uh, it's uh, What it would do is delete the ban on marriage equality from the Constitution and add inclusive language in its place. Such as? Uh, that uh, the state recognizes marriage between all genders. Oh, okay. They're not just going to write Care Bear Stare. Because no. that's pretty inclusive language. I guess. Does, is it? What does that mean? It means they're going to look at you and you're going to feel weird. Oh, I don't want that at all. It's going to be a awful. bunch of naked bears with stuff drawn on their bellies looking at you and kind of pawing at their bellies and they prick the raw paw. James, and that's then they, not so different from what I photographed at the Eagle last night. Tell me everything. Well, so I was at this Long John party at the at the Eagle. I don't know if that was... Was Long John there? Yes, Long Johnson. Uh, I don't know if he... It was uh, he. I don't know if that was a good theme for a for a party because essentially what they're saying is they're like yeah dress sexy but not too sexy <laughs> like get I into your some people find cuddly cozy pajama clothes sexy i guess i guess there was not a huge turnout to be honest i'd rather see somebody in like onesies or pajamas or long johns than just running around in a jock strap a lot of people their flesh let's be honest their flesh is revolting the flesh <laughs> makes the flesh crawl okay and they need to crawl away into darkness but if you cover it in a nice cozy bag then you want to cuddle by the fire I and guess eat a chocolate bonbon. None of those and things were available at, at, at the Eagle. There was no fire to cuddle by. No bonbon. There were no bonbons. <sighs> what about an au bonbon? And there wasn't. There wasn't one of those. What about a bon? I don't know what that is. There was nothing. To, there's no. There's no opportunity for for a cozy because every, you know it's a bar, so everything's sticky and and painted black and weird. There weren't people just lounging on a on a bearskin rug, which is to say they they skinned one of their own, <laughs> no. spread him out on the floor, <laughs> and lounged on him, and had a, ooh, a, a Ghirardelli square chocolate mouse. Ooh, that does sound very very served yes. served right out of the ass. Yep. You open the ass and you fill it with the Ghirardelli square you're, chocolate mouse. You're describing somebody's fantasy. Absolutely. Chance. By the fire at the eagle, lying on a bearskin bear man, and uh, with a tiny Coke spoon, you Ooh. spoon the chocolate mouse up your nose. So that's what I photographed at the eagle last night. You can see some of the photos. That? <laughs> that, yes. Uh, so you can see some of my photos from that excursion on my on my Instagram, which is also my name. It's Matt Baum, Instagram.com slash Matt Baum. I post pictures of that kind of stuff there. But not James's fantasies. I oh. post pictures of things that actually occurred. Fiddle TD. Yes. So <clears throat> that's the that's the news from Nevada. Oh, oh Nevada's also going to be having a hearing on Assembly Bill 99, which would improve social worker training for trans youth. So that's nice. Missed it by that much. What? What do you mean? Uh, 99. Oh, I see. Luft balloons. Yes. Uh, they, they didn't miss it. They they made it. What they, is this trans youth thing? Yeah, Tell me so, more. Uh, basically, social workers would be trained to respect uh, pronouns and names and to be sensitive to the issues that trans youth might be facing. Uh, schools would not be a part of this. Uh, there are a lot of other areas that would not be included here, like um, police sensitivity training. So they're just doing social workers for now. 
Well, it seems social workers, uh, that would be uh, awful if you went seeking social services and your social worker was misgendering you yeah, uh, and using the wrong name and whatnot. Uh, speaking of which, I know it's not directly marriage-related, but the Supreme Court, you, you like to talk about the Supreme Court from time to time. Mm-hmm. Didn't they uh, offer a little slap on the wrist oh, recently? Oh, yes. Yes, this was absolutely delightful. So there's this case coming before the Supreme Court. Uh, Gavin Grimm is the name of this fella in, uh, I want to say, West Virginia, I believe? or Virginia, uh, who would just like to be able to go to school, for goodness sake. But the school is like, no, we're not going to respect your uh, gender a- identity, and we're not going to let you use the bathroom, and we're going to be terrible to you. So this case is going all the way up to the Supreme Court, and obviously the usual suspects are opposing him, the uh, Alliance Defending Freedom, blah, blah, blah. And so in their court filings, the what we can refer to as the bad guys, uh, have been referring to Gavin with female pronouns, uh, misgendering him in court documents. And so a clerk at the Supreme Court has written uh, the bad guy lawyers a letter uh, saying it has come to our attention, like Chloe Sevigny, that uh, that they are misusing, that they're incorrectly referring to to the uh, plaintiff in the case. uh, I guess, I don't know if he's a plaintiff when it gets to the Supreme Court. He might be a petitioner. Anyway, that they're they're misgendering him uh, and... Uh, please, please adhere to the uh, blah blah blah. The actual title of the case. No, 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 no. no. So, uh, I mean, it's so written, knock it, it off. It, essentially, it's written in very formal legalese, and it's it's polite and everything. But it is a pretty stern rebuke. A pretty a pretty definitive. Stop it. Yes, yes. So that's, stop it. He's a man. Stop it. That was real. That was a real pleasure to see. Yes. Uh, so hooray, Supreme Court, uh, for now. Ooh. Uh, yep. So that's what's going on here in the States. I don't think we've got any, that's it for American news this week, but we got a lot of international business. Oh, I can't wait to slip into a profiterole. We've been watching a new season of, uh, the Great British Bake Off. I don't know which season it is, but, uh, we, so because we're watching Great British Bake Off again, uh, everything's about profiteroles. It's just profiteroles everywhere. They love their profiteroles. They really do. I didn't know what the fuck a profiterole was until, until we started watching the show, but everything's coming up profiteroles. I know. James, I, I want to be buried in a profiterole. And you, you dreamed a dream. Oh, my. Yes. You dreamed a dream about a man. No sooner. We, we watched... Great British Bake Off, like, minutes before going to bed last night. Uh, and then I had a dream that I went on a, I went on a little date with one of the, one of the uh, individuals. Uh, who not was, even from that season. Not from that season, no. No, I, I had a little a romantic interlude in my dreams. Yes. Uh, with, uh, with a cute little number from, yeah. from that show. You've, you've spoken to him on other podcasts. All right, well, enough. I, Matthew's I don't having make things weird. Matthew's having... Rom- it wasn't even erotic, was it? It was no. romantic. No, He's having a romantic d- dream. It was a nice date to a coffee shop. A great British Bake Off winner mm-hmm. who appeared okay. on Matthew's podcast. Now, if you can solve the puzzle of who Matthew's having romance then dates you about, must be Sherlock Holmes. Then you get to wear the Deerstalker hat and get stalked by Dear Abby. <laughs> sure. Uh, so, Japan. Uh, yes. Uh, Japan has a website for uh, finding places to live mm-hmm. called Sumo. Okay. And they are starting a program where listings can be flagged as LGBT friendly. Oh, that's so, nice. Yes. So you can find LGBT friendly properties uh, that you might want to live in. Mm-hmm. So uh, Japan uh, is not quite where other countries are with uh, LGBT issues. It's something that is not really spoken about. And there's a not uncommon belief that Japanese people just aren't gay. Right. Um, the marriage equality in Japan is not as bad as you might think. There are a couple of places that recognize relationships, no marriage recognition. And public opinion is at 52% opposed and 42% support. 
support. So hmm. still not a majority, but still actually not terrible. It's pretty much where the U.S. was a couple years ago. So, you know, things are all right in Japan. Sure. Now, I don't know much about Japan apart from their popular entertainment for children and weird men. Um, so I don't know much about, about the culture and uh, the law, mm. as it were. But I've never had the impression that there's... And, and, and this could be way off base. I could be so wrong. But I've never had the impression that it is oppressive when it comes to uh, sexual variation. But maybe I'm... I mean, I think... It, my understanding is that there's a lot of social pressure, mm-hmm. but there isn't the same kind of... Uh, overt hostility? Uh, overt hostility, animus. Um, I mean, I think that there is, uh, you know, again, my understanding is that from family and society, there is a lot of pressure to uh, not not live a, a homosexual lifestyle. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> when it comes down to like the issue itself, mm-hmm. uh, like there isn't the same kind of You're going frothing yeah. like rage that we have here. Yeah. Or that we have in Australia, because my next little news item uh, is about Michelle Myers. Mm-hmm. She's a uh, politician in Australia. <clears throat> uh, the Australian Christian lobby says that the state should stop flying rainbow flags, that rainbows are too political. Uh, and that the the rainbow has been ruined by the gays, and so you know when the state should not uh, be flying rainbow flags for Pride Months and to be inclusive or whatever. Uh, according to Michelle, ooh, ooh, ooh. a flag is too political. Yes, yes, I mean a flag is literally <laughs> a political symbol. So what what how how what flag is not too political to be flown? Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, your underwear and salute your shorts. Well, even that, it sends a message, it does, doesn't it? It does it, send a message. It, it says, get it right or pay the price. <laughs> so, Michelle Myers, uh, no relation... Uh, Did she write Twilight? There's so many Myerses. I was going to say... Um, um, well, I'm glad that you had somebody because I've forgotten his name. What's his name? What's uh, his name? Well, I know that it's Myers. Morp Myers. Uh-huh. Morp. Who Moop. did what? What did Moop do? He was the voice of Shrek. Thank you. Okay, that's what I thought you were going with. Bill Myers? It's not Bill Myers. Mm-hmm. Bill Moyers is somebody on PBS. He was the voice of Shrek. Glorp Myers. Uh-huh. These are not names. These are sounds that... Morp and Glorp and Moop yeah. all together with the, Bill Moyers. With Bill Moyers. He's interviewing, He's interviewing them. <laughs> yes, about the hero's journey. Issue one. No, that's McNeiler. Uh, it? It's not. It's not. You're right. Who's that? <laughs> Who's that? Oh, However, no. he was a Saturday Night Live cast member with Morp. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. It was Dana Carvey played him. What was his oh, name? Oh, Gammy Num Nums. <clears throat> no, okay. So one, what's his name at a time? Clam, mm-hmm. Clem, Clem, Clerp, Clerp. They're all, all my names today are the sounds that are made by Nickelodeon's Gak. <laughs> Grim... Grandpa? Grand- grandpa? Grandpa Myers. No, we meant by your grandpa. I don't know. He was in, he was in, oh, he was in so many movies. He was Wayne. Not Wayne and Wanda Wayne, but Wayne and Garth Wayne. Mm-hmm. No, he, yes, he was. Uh, Mark, Mimp, Moop, Mump, Mumps, Mumps, Mumps Madly. <laughs> His last name has changed. Yeah. Uh, growl. There's, there, there is either a G or an M. Minglus, Minglus Myers. I think I might be confused by the M in his last name. Parklerp. Nope. <laughs> these are just not... These are alien names. Yep. These, <laughs> yep. Uh, g- g- geranium. No. It's not geranium. It's not geranium. I, I'm going to G's. I think there's a G. Okay. Glillum, glan, glan, glans, glans, 
Glenn, Glenn, Linda Garmler, Garfield. No, Garth. Oh, no, I'm going to G because of Garth. <laughs> oh, man. Marnoops, man champion, mixed up. Mark, my Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> Why didn't you just start with men's names? Because that's wasn't that that was not what was in that occup- occupying that space in, in in memory. But morp, moop, clem, clam. Yes, those were all in that space. Somebody, okay. it's like when you park a car in the wrong parking space. Sure. Uh, anyway, Morp Myers. Yeah. No, no relation to this woman, uh, Michelle Myers, who wrote Twilight. Who wrote Twilight and was also the killer in the Halloween movies. She says, the rainbow has been raped and sullied. (laughs) (laughs) All right, stop cackling into the microphone. I have to do so much audio editing in this episode. Uh Its colors have been purloined and paraded as a trophy of the culture war being waged worldwide. But its fruits are bitter. (laughs) Its victory hollow. And its legacy toxic. It's, so it has fruits, huh? It has, it I mean, does it does. ever? Yeah, I mean, this does sound like something you might read in Twilight. So you, so the rainbow has been ro- roofied. The ra- you, they yeah, they yeah, roofied some, the rainbow. Slipped it a Mickey. Yeah, they raped it, and then and it bore paraded, fruit. Paraded through the paraded, streets. Paraded it through the streets. It bore fruit, and mm-hmm. they're not so tasty. Its colors, are, they need a clean as real as ivory. I mean, it's so funny, because she's like, its fruits are bitter, yeah. and its legacy is toxic. Mm-hmm. I mean, just bitter fruit doesn't sound good, but... Yeah. A toxic legacy is a, a toxic is worse anyway mm-hmm. why so, would you say the fruits are toxic anyway anyway uh the so who is this co- is i mean is this sounds like just a one of the internet comments you get from time to time <laughs> yeah uh, as far as i can make out she is a politician for a uh-huh. local politician for i think the party's called one nation okay so it, it well, sounds promising yeah it certainly does uh so, australia uber allus mm-hmm. although uh, under yeah, Wait, it's it's down under. <laughs> what's uh? What's un, what is the German for Uber? Under? And then the other one is what? Lyft? No, 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 not the ride share, you fool. But no, uh, what is? There's the the Ubermensch. But what would be the Undermensch? I don't know. Uh, you must. You're German. It's yeah, in your blood. But here's the thing: is uh, no at no point in my childhood was any German actually spoken to me. Hmm. My mother is fluent in German and never taught us german hmm. I, I i could be i could be over there speaking with hans and fritz right now yes you're fr- well you can say what t- tell me about your friends so hans and fritz were my friends when they're not really my friends they were they were my toys i had two little duplo block men named hans and fritz who were friends were they a couple I don't know. I don't think I had much of a sense of that sort of thing. Were you in a throuple with Hans and Fritz? Fritz. Oh, that sounds like a great title for a porn. Throuple with Hans and Fritz? (laughs) Sure. Unter, according to the internet. Unter is under. Okay, so uh, Australia unter alles. Yes. (laughs) That sounds great. I'd love to be unter alles. Oh, unter Hans and Fritz. Mm, Yes. Anyway, unter the dragon. More international news and all of it's good. This is something I want to say real quick. Okay, okay. Here's the thing. Yep. When she says that the flag is too political. Yes. This thing of saying, when, when you don't like something, saying <laughs> yeah. that it's political. Yeah. When you are clearly speaking from a political position. Uh, I, I mean, it's I not, know that yeah. pointing out hypocrisy doesn't do anything. But come on. Come on. It, when you are talking politics and your attack on something is to say it's too political. Mm-hmm. I mean... Why has that become shorthand for just talking about, like, race, gender, or sexuality? To to call that political. Right. I I can't remember where this happened, but 
this might have been a few years ago. There was some debate going on, and during the debate, you know how sometimes words, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, James, but yeah. words leave your mouth that you realize they're stupid after you say them? Sure. That happens to me many times in the recording of this podcast. Mm. Uh, but there's some debate where somebody said something like, let's not politicize this election. <laughs> and I feel right. like that's a perfect distillation right. of this claim of like, oh, well, the rainbow's too too political. We mustn't fly it. Well, why why are you so concerned about that? Because you are being political about not wanting LGBT equality. Yeah. That's, I mean, you're not like out there defending flagpoles against politics. Right. And I mean, the horse is out of the barn, right? Like there's no, pointing out the hypocrisy of it does nothing. I just want to point out the hypocrisy of it because it makes me feel smug. Okay, good. I like that. That's one, that's one of the things I like about you. Mm-hmm. You're smug little face your smug shitty face uh so good news marriage is starting in slovenia okay hooray hooray that's pretty much all i have to say about that but marriage was legalized in slovenia a couple of months ago and it just went into effect how nice it's the first country in central europe to have marriage equality okay very nice uh so finland mm-hmm. uh marriage is starting this coming week on march 1st oh how nice we discussed their emoji in the past yeah and uh so hooray congratulations Finland. Now, Finland. Uh, good job, Finland. That's a, they're a little behind the curve, aren't they, for Scandinavia? They certainly are. Yes. Uh, off- what, what was the what was the delay? It was politicized. Oh, so, yeah. So okay. you know, in all of these countries, uh, there's always a little bit of a backlash, a little bit of a push, a little bit of like, well, maybe now's not the time. Maybe we should be worried about other stuff, or you know, whatever. Even if someone's sure. not like hostile and like the flag has been raped, mm-hmm. uh, they're still like, but shouldn't we be dealing with something else right now? The friendly hostile. That's a location in Zach McCracken and the Alien Mindbenders. That's a good. That's a good joke. It's a youth hostel on Mars. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, yes, Malta. Yes. So, I had to look this up on a map because I had no idea where Malta is. I am the Knight of Malta. Can you, where would you, where would you estimate that Malta is? Malta is, uh, you go to the malt shop with your socks and hop and you say, hey, Malta, give me some, uh, candy. Uh Um, Malta is, uh, it's in a basement in Gibraltar. You're not far off, actually. Mm-hmm. It's in the ocean. Well, it's in the Mediterranean. Yeah, I knew it was in that zone. It's a... It's a what is it? It's an island that you get to through a tunnel in Sicily. You, well, kind of, yeah. So, um, if you visualize Italy as a boot, and it looks like it's kicking one of those islands... Sure, Malta, that's a little piece of poo. Oh, no, people live there. Yes. But it, it could be that the boot is kicking the poo. Sure. I don't know why you would think that, but all right. Malta looks like a little piece that fell off of the thing that's being kicked. Right. The poo is broken apart in the air. No. So it's a very small island. There's Mm -hmm. about half a million people who live there. Mm -hmm. Uh, They've had civil unions since 2014. And now, finally, at last, they're getting a marriage equality bill that would allow people to actually get married. So, hooray! Good for Malta. uh, Malta is uh, basically halfway between Italy and Tunisia slash Libya, which I have to assume Tunisia and Libya are maybe not the best environments for LGBTs. Maybe Uh, not. I don't know. Um, So, so that's nice. Uh, Malta, in the last, um, what would that be? That would be two and a a half years, uh, has had 131 civil unions. Okay. So those couples, I, I'm not sure exactly what the terms of this bill would be. It's still in the works, but uh, it would presumably allow them to convert their civil unions into marriages mm-hmm. and allow more people to get actual married. Oh, a free upgrade plan like yeah. Final Fantasy XIV. Like we got with our 
our what? gateway from Comcast. What oh, the hell's going God. on with that thing? We had a regular-sized modem, and we just got the, the mother of all modems. I don't know what to make of this. So Comcast, so a thing popped up in my browser that said, uh, you are eligible for a free upgrade to your, to your gateway, and it's going to give you faster speeds and better security, and we're going to need to convert everybody over to these new routers eventually, so uh, click here to get it. And so I clicked there, and the first thing they did was shut our internet off. Uh, so thanks, Comcast, for that. Well, I didn't realize you <laughs> initiated that process. I thought they just called you out of the blue and said, uh, take take my wife, please. No, it started with them saying, here, we, we need to send you this new piece of equipment. And it's oh. as simple as you unscrew something and screw something else in, and it all just works. Hmm. And so I was like, okay, sure, that's fine. And so they're like, thank you, now your internet's cut off. So I had to call them, and they were like, oops, sorry, we didn't mean to do that. Uh, and then they sent us the actual piece of equipment, and it is huge. Hmm. It's like uh, It's like the size of a briefcase. It's for the size queen in all of us. I guess. So anyway, um, Malta's getting an upgrade that'll hopefully be better than whatever Comcast just sent us. Uh, sure. I'm, I'm dreading actually trying to plug this thing in and see what happens. I'm plug you in. Catch on fire. Uh, are you going to plug me in? Yeah. To what? Uh, into the Glade plug-in. Oh, I'll smell nice for yeah. once. Uh, okay, so that's about it uh, for international news. Oh, well, what about intergalactic news? They found gay marriage on the Trappist monk planet. <laughs> when, on, on Homeworld, all the, well, every gem's a, a lesbian on Homeworld. Oh, you've just jumped the, the shark into the mouth of Steven Universe, mm. which you're all caught up on. I am. Finally, at last, we're all caught up on Steven Universe. Hooray! So I was saying to, to James yesterday, I'm glad we all caught up, but also I'm angry that there are not infinity number of episodes to watch because I love the show so much. Well, oh my god. You can watch the great British fuck off. And here's the thing. Yeah. I want to buy the soundtrack for the show. I want to buy a soundtrack that has all the songs from the show so that I can sing along. But and it, <laughs> Nothing. And you can't. It's not available to purchase anywhere. You have you, to go on tumblers and download people's like things that they've scraped off of, off of their TiVos. That sounds revolting. It does. The thing I scraped off my TiVo. Is now going on my Tumblr. Clever. Anyway, so I want to buy this stuff, but I can't. Ah, it's annoying. Mm. Um, <clears throat> what else was I about to say? Oh, oh, yes. Um, so just a little wrap-up stuff. Oh, that's uh, new. You, do you usually do... Ooh, you're wrapping me up like a... <laughs> <laughs> like a Christmas ham. Like a You know how you wrap up a Christmas ham? You cook you, the ham and then you wrap it. You wrap it in a blanket and you sing it to sleep. You're Oh, you're my pig in a blanket. Uh, that's the noise a pig makes, yes. Uh, so anyway, uh, I've been looking over the stats for defining marriage, and I noticed there seems to be a curve. Oh, in, in, you know, real podcasts have curves. <laughs> so yeah, so I've been looking at the stats of who's listening to not who's listening, but of like which episodes are getting listens. We're actually watching you right every now. single person through your phone. Yes. We turn on the camera and we look at the inside <laughs> of your pocket and we we judge what mm. we see. Mm. Ooh, Ooh, linty, that mm. lip balm is uh, too old. You need to throw it out and get a matte balm. Mm-hmm. Put me in your pocket and anyway so i've been looking at like the curves of uh listenership mm. and it appears as though some listeners may be listening to the podcast backwards <laughs> what so i i'm not entirely Do you mean sure. they, they play it in reverse no for the secret message that i hide in each one yes it's a it's a recipe for vegetarian uh, stew oh uh no it, it, so uh there's this sort of so i have a heat map of who's what like week to week which episodes are getting the most listens yeah and you've seen this you know what it looks like a heat map yeah it's it's a chart 
that shows oh that old thing that okay old thing. i've seen that yeah, yeah. yeah it shows the concentration of who's listening not who's listening but like which episodes are getting the most listens okay and so usually the first 14 episodes get a lot of listens because that's the first 14 chapters of the book yeah and uh what i've noticed is that starting a few weeks ago there's been sort of a concentration moving backwards through the episodes so there may be like a group of people that started listening at some point and are just listening in order backwards. Well, but, that, but that's pretty common with podcasts. People listen to the most recent episode and then if they, they like, like it, it they, just, they just listen backwards. I guess that's I what I have done with no. many podcasts. I find a podcast and I listen to their most recent episode. And if I like it, I start going back and being like, well, did I like the other one? Did I like that? Okay, I guess I like it. I guess my technique would be to to like jump all the way back and start listening. Oh, but sometimes I, I with a podcast that can be dangerous business because sometimes like the first ones are real bad. That's true. Anyway, this has been podcast talk. With Herman. <laughs> anyway, so if you are listening to the show backwards, uh, I hope that makes it even more confusing. <laughs> well, listening to the book backwards is interesting. Yes. It's like a Benjamin Button experience. Yeah, you yeah, watch we, we Marriage Equality. Marriage. Yeah, it, it starts out uh, as, a, as an innocent baby where everyone can get married, and it ends uh, in tragedy. Mm, like Jonathan Winters, he started as an old man and aged backwards, and he was a tragedy. Yes. Uh, okay. So that's about it for news this week. Just a reminder that you can listen to uh, my good podcast, The Sewers of Paris. Uh, Backwards, past- forwards, in and out, oh, however you like it, oh, on yeah. top, in on the out. bottom, unter, uber. <laughs> so last week's guest was Andrew Gerza, who uh, has a podcast of his own. It's called, uh, he has two actually. Uh, to- Disability After Dark and Disability with Drew. Yes. So you can listen to his podcast, or you can listen to him chatting about uh, being queer and disabled and uh, dating and hooking up and having a fun, sexy time out of the clubs and what it's what it's what it's like for him. Uh, and I've got some real good episodes coming up. I just recorded some new episodes with folks, and you are going to love them, folks. So go check out Sewers of Paris, uh, and of course, also check out my new YouTube series, Weekly Debrief. That's on the YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Matt Baum. Hooray! And I've also had some episodes, episodes, articles in Vice Magazine recently that you might like. I had one about uh, coming out of the closet in Hollywood, where I got to interview three fabulous individuals. Dave Holmes, who has a podcast as well, International Waters. I got to interview Malik Pancholi, who played Jonathan on 30 Rock, which was, that was a real pleasure. And then I also got to interview Kenny Ortega, who's the choreographer for many a project, directed Hocus Pocus, uh, directed... um, the high school musicals and the Rocky Horror Picture Show special that happened a couple of months ago. So uh, we got to talk about, oh my God, his career. His first role was in Hair, Traveling Company. He started in San Francisco and then uh, went around in Traveling Company. And there were some states that were like, this is not an acceptable musical. We And he was arrested for appearing in this play. Uh, the Ku Klux Klan tried to uh, perform a citizen's arrest on him in another location. And, like interrupted the show in the middle of the performance and tried to like haul him off. So uh, Kenny Ortega's had quite a life. Anyway, so you can find that on uh, Vice. Uh, I've got links on my Twitter as well. Uh, just look for Matt Baum Vice articles. You can you can Google that and it'll pop up. And uh, that's about it. For There's also your Let's Read. Oh, of course. And uh, join us for a Let's Read Mondays and Fridays, 8 p.m. Pacific. We are going to be reading uh, some more Sherlock Holmeses. I've got some. I've been looking for Oscar Wilde stories, but um, they're mostly for children and they are also kind of bummers. Sure. So <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Uh, but I've got some Langston Hughes. I've got some other great short stories and some more modern stuff as well. So uh, join us. Uh, and if you have short story recommendations. Oh, Oh, yeah, please let me know if there's stuff that you want me to read. Please let me know. You can watch those. Uh, I'll have the link on my Twitter, of course. But you can also go to uh, twitch.tv slash pretty pretty pixel. Now, Matthew, these are many, many 
endeavors. My goodness. Oh, I'm mm. getting the vapors just thinking about it. Is there any one-stop dump where people can go to see all your things piled up if they want to keep up with everything you're doing? It seems like some of this is go over to Twitter, some of it's go to Twitch, some of it's go to YouTube, some of it's go to Facebook. This is this is so much for the modern human to keep up with. Wh- where do they go? Where or where if they just want to dump of all the things you're doing? It's a big... Well, I mean, if you want to see what my life is like, you can go to Twitter, which is a good place to follow me. But you can also go to mattbaum.com. Now, mattbaum.com, I think, needs a bit of an upgrade because there are some projects that are not mentioned there. For example, the Mm -hmm. Let's Reads are not mentioned there. So I think that might need a little bit of a a spruce and polish and spit shine. I think somebody who wants to read your articles and listen to your podcast and see you read and uh, stalk you to the the eagle to look at you on the bearskin rug, Mm. they're going to need a a one-stop shop because this is so many I do have many services things. you're yeah. providing and so many different retail outlets. <laughs> You're welcome world. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I guess for now, uh, Twitter is a good place to see what's happening day to day and uh, mattbaum.com. I'll uh, need to give it a little, a little polish and shine. You need a dump, Herman. You need a dump where everyone can okay. look at your <laughs> Thank you. dumps. Please stop saying dump. Why? All right. They're dumps like a truck. My, my dumps, my dumps, my lovely lady lumps. And now, by the power vested in me by the internet, I pronounce this podcast over. <laughs>